Welcome to Honestly Haunted. Welcome back to Honestly Haunted. We're your hosts, Erin Grogan and Abby Chowning. We're still thawing out from the Arctic blast that hit Texas a few weeks ago, so we thought we might continue on our tropical theme and head to the Florida Keys for a good scare. This week, we're off to check out the Fort East Martello Museum in Key West, Florida. Specifically, we wanted to check out the museum's most famous occupant, Robert. Many of you might be familiar with Robert's image. We'll include some pictures of him and the museum on our Instagram and Facebook, but Robert is unsettling, to say the least. Yeah, he kind of makes Annabelle look precious in comparison. So sweet, Annabelle. You're so sweet. Oh, sweet little haunted doll of death. (laughs) (laughs) So Robert is 40 inches tall and is stuffed with wood wool known as Excelsior. Very interesting tidbit there. In all our research, we couldn't exactly find out what the outside of the doll is made of. Historians believe the doll had originally been painted, and that could explain why the features of the doll are so disturbing and unnatural now. So the museum did some digging about Robert the doll's origin and discovered that it had been made by the Steiff Company, which is also the same toy maker that manufactured the teddy bear in honor of Theodore Roosevelt. Little tidbit there. However, Robert was never intended to be sold as a toy. A historian from the Steiff Company said that the doll was actually made to be part of a window display, which was to show off a set of clowns and jesters. Robert is over a hundred years old, and before he arrived at the museum, he was property of eccentric artist Robert Eugene Otto. Robert was given to Otto as a birthday gift during a trip to Germany, and from that point on, it's said that Otto developed an unhealthy attachment to the doll. He gave the doll his own name, and would take the doll everywhere he went, and would treat it like it was human. So for the sake of clarity for this podcast, we will refer to uh, the doll as Robert, and Robert Eugene Otto as Otto, just for clarification. Just to to differentiate the two. So so if you see the picture of Otto, you'll notice that he is wearing a sailor suit, which like a lot of people assume because of the museum having some nautical kind of ties, it's why he was given to the museum or things like that. But the reality is that the historian from the museum said that the outfit that Robert is wearing was likely an outfit worn by Otto as a child, which I don't know why that sits so wrong with me, but it, it just it, it just does. It does for me too. It just feels icky. Which recalls a childhood memory, a memory activated from nostalgic 90s. Do you remember those my size Barbie dolls that were really popular? Yes. You're going, I don't think my parents would let me have one. I didn't have one either. And I, I don't know, maybe I didn't really want it that bad. But in hindsight, I'm kind of glad because it's like, that's, that's a lot. That's kind of kind of scary. So talking about 90s dolls and scary dolls, we had a doll and I can't remember the name of it right now. I'm sure if I called up my sister or dad, they would immediately tell me the name. I want to say it was like Annie or something, but it spoke and it learned things. No. Yeah. So like you would have it in a room and turn out the lights and it would go, 
why did you turn out the lights? Uh-uh. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. And he would learn things. And it was it was a 90s doll. I, I have never seen it since then. Like, we had it. And we had it for a long time. But, like, no one else had it. And so we may, we may have had a haunted doll. Is it king up to a Furby? Because Furbies... Well, no, it looked like a girl. Okay. Like, it was like a girl doll because furbies were definitely haunted for yeah so um, it was not it, it was similar to furbies in that like learning weirdness yeah. way but it was it was not a furby furby tangent i was babysitting once <laughs> and the kids all had furbies and i remember it wouldn't shut up i turned it off and it kept talking Aaron, I took the batteries out <gasps> and it kept moving. Like what? it didn't talk, but it was like, you know, like the little beaks and the eyes would move. Yes. I so I'm I have a strict no Furby. <gasps> if those uh, are um oh reinvented and come out as yeah, like nope. a uh, a retro throwback for when my daughter's old enough to nope. have one, she won't have one. She yeah. just she won't. She'll nope. have to just have to deal. But anyway, back to yeah. uh, back to Robert. <laughs> back back to back to Robert. Uh, maybe the beginning of the creepy toys phenomenon. He's um, over a hundred years old, so yeah. he's got a good run. So, according to legend, young Otto started to blame everyday mishaps on Robert. He would say things like, "It wasn't me. Robert did it." At first, the adults in Otto's life thought this was typical childhood mischief and something Otto would grow out of. But as Otto grew up, the odd occurrences and behavior continued. When Otto became an adult, he still kept Robert with him. And even when he purchased his first home, which is now known today as the artist house, Robert would typically be positioned in an upstairs window. School children who passed by the house would swear that Robert would move and even appear and reappear in the windows. And many of the children began to avoid walking past the house altogether. When Otto died in 1974, a woman by the name of Myrtle Reuter purchased the home and ultimately inherited Robert. Visitors to her home swore they would hear footsteps in the attic and giggling from other rooms in the house. One chilling story claimed that Robert's facial expression would change if anyone badmouthed Otto in his presence. It's quite it. Myrtle Reuter. Myrtle Reuter. It's an interesting name, but Reuter claimed that the doll would move around the house on his own from time to time and would even move or hide her belongings. And she put up with him for about 20 years before she decided it was time for Robert's mischief to go elsewhere. And she decided to donate him to the Fort East Martello Museum in Key West in 1994. However, Robert's shenanigans were far from over. The museum staff all acknowledged that there was a major shift in energy at the museum when Robert showed up. Lights began to flicker and even cameras would malfunction in his presence. Giggling can often be heard by the museum staff late at night when all patrons have left the museum. The museum's curator, Cory Convertido, claims that Robert's behavior is very much so in line with his heritage as a clown or a jester. If you remember, we talked about that he was likely created and painted as a clown at some point, um, which I don't like clowns either. So I, I don't know, but she claims that many people find Robert to actually be adorable and very impish in nature, which I don't understand how, but uh, children especially kind of gravitate toward him and they will even send letters to him and even leave treats or candy by his display case. Convertito also shares that she herself has never felt uncomfortable in Robert's presence. She said, in quote, I've never had a bad experience. It's always been a very basic relationship and I have a job to do and I'm going to go and do it. And whether there is something to it or not, he just allows me to get on with my job, end quote. Which, the fact that you have to say that about a right. toy. Like, oh, he just lets me get 
on like it's it. not like she's saying no there's nothing suspicious going on it's very normal it's just a thing she refer she's like he lets me do what i need to do and we have a great relationship as it's like, a doll you shouldn't have a relationship with a doll it, it should, yeah yeah <laughs> um so others however might not find him so innocent other visitors to the museum claim that robert is very sensitive and that you have to ask his permission to take pictures otherwise you'll have bad luck the museum claims to have received hundreds of letters addressed to Robert asking for his forgiveness, as bad luck did indeed seem to follow several visitors home from the museum. Many of these letters claim Robert was responsible for car accidents, broken bones, job loss, and even a divorce, and they all sought his forgiveness to have their bad luck banished. While there are many unique pieces of art in the Fort East Martello Museum, Robert continues to be the main attraction. A movie was also made about Robert in 2015, but our guess, because neither of us saw it or really heard about it until we did research on this, is that uh, it's not nearly as popular as Robert himself is. Yeah, yeah. So I I had heard about Robert before we did this, yes. uh, this research. And one of the things that... I think we haven't talked about that I, I would like to talk about is the fact that um, Otto had a wife. He yeah. Had, yeah, he had a wife and he was still like bringing this doll everywhere around mm-hmm. and like living with this doll. And I want to know more about um, what she thought about yeah, it. Yeah, about, about her her interpretation of these big old red flags. Yeah, and also like... Now that I've got my own child, as a future, you know, as, a, as that child becomes attached to toys and things as like kids do. And that's like, there's a healthy level of that. But at what point do you try to remove an unhealthy addiction from your child? I.e. this doll with Robert. Yeah. Like, did his parents try and get rid of it? Not that I saw, but it's almost like they enabled it for a good while. So the family that Otto grew up in was eclectic. Everybody was kind of eclectic, but they were also very wealthy. Um, he, he grew up in a very prominent home. The house that he ended up purchasing was was very stately. And so it's like, I'm not sure if it was just kind of like, oh, he'll sort out fine because he's got money. He'll be fine. Like, he'll even himself out. But it's like, no, he had a very unhealthy attachment to this doll. And, you know, whether or not we decide if the doll itself is haunted or not, it means that Otto likely moved the doll around his home to mess with school children. Yeah. And would blame it, you know, just said, oh, that's just the doll. It's not me. Like, clearly, either, (laughs) either, either. (laughs) the doll is haunted or Otto is a messed up person yes and like messed up probably like from childhood Childhood. like potentially because of some of this stuff so I also read that um servants who would like work at his house would would like arrive and quit their jobs in really quick succession and people would often like blame his doll and interactions with the doll and like that it was creeping people out and that his aunt apparently at one point banished Robert to the attic because she was like creeped out by it but then died the same night that she did that yeah which is terrifying which I think that's a component to the 2015 movie that came in that like Mm. people who tried to get rid of it met an untimely end yeah so that is an alternate uh, theory about how 
an if Robert the doll is is evil or not. But from what I've seen, especially since his tenure at the museum, there's not been really, other than car accidents and divorces possibly caused by Robert, there's not been too much insidious activity done by him. So, right. so I don't know. It could have been, especially while Otto was still alive, it, it might have, he might have had an agent like to, to kind of act up more yeah. and to be even more sinister because of that attachment. And then I almost wonder when Otto died, if he kind of was just like, eh, I guess I'll just like scare little kids and stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. It seems and, like a big, and like Otto was already known, was like, is known as an eccentric artist outside of the Robert stuff that yeah. it's like, I, I don't know. Like I feel feel like there's something weird going on in that dude's life (laughs) yeah like it just it it um it feels wrong to me somehow in a way that's like i'm less scared of the doll and more scared of like the circumstances if that makes sense no i i completely agree and so after doing some um kind of some research on the, especially like the sailor outfit. We'll put it on our Instagram, but I found the picture of Robert Eugene Otto. So they called him Gene wearing the sailor suit that they eventually put. um, I'm assuming it's the same one that they put on Robert the doll. So that gives me the heebie-jeebies. Also, so, okay. So I have a lot of thoughts about like, Otto slash Jean's, like, upbringing and the things that led to him as an adult keeping the doll and all of that kind of stuff, supernatural or not. Um, But what about Myrtle, who bought the house after? Because she, like, so the question then is raised for me is, was she just somehow continuing the story? Was she freaked out by it? Was the story already permeated in people's minds that she did that? Did some of her servants mess with her if she had servants? Like, did she, like, or was it still haunted? Or is it a mix? She put up with it for like 20 years. Yeah. So it makes me think that the level of mischief maybe died down Mm -hmm. and it was just kind of at a certain point, but I do wonder what, like what if, if, if that stuff was going on for 20 years, I wonder what the moment was that she was like, okay, it's finally time for me to get rid of it. Yeah. If it was so severe, she would have probably gotten rid of it a right long, away long time because ago. she didn't have the same attachment to it. And uh, unless, yeah. and that kind of leads me to another thought I had, which is this idea of the attachment to the doll, because it yeah. feel, it feels like in our research that, people who work at the museum have an attachment to this doll now too, whether or not they did before. And so I'm wondering what about that doll makes people attached to it? Is it just the story and the legends or is there something about Robert? I think there really, there has to be something about Robert because a lot of the times, so what I, what I read about when he first came to the museum, he wasn't even put on display, but people were hearing about this doll that belonged to renowned eclectic artist Robert Otto. Yeah. And they came to the museum wanting to see the doll. And I don't know. So there was something, maybe an article must have been released in the Key West community. And they were like, yeah, like we want to see the doll. And that's what ultimately led to the curators of the museum putting it on display so people could come see it. So there's, there's something 
kismet about this doll that like draws yeah. people in. So did we talk about the origin of the doll? Yeah. So it was, yeah. So I think that also plays yeah. a part in it too. Um, so the Steiff, it's either Steiff or Steef company. It's a German toy company that got, got its kind of it, its famous name from creating the teddy bear for Theodore Roosevelt. Right. But they designed, it, the historians said that they designed Robert the doll to be not even for sale, but to be on a display for clowns and jesters. Right. And then people say that the way that Otto got it was from a maid. So there's two stories. Okay. The maid story is more of a legend. Okay. Um, they can confirm that his grandfather gave him the doll when they oh, were on okay. they were on a family vacation in Germany, and for his birthday, his grandfather bought him the doll. So there is an alternative story that a maid that lived in his house growing up, who was from the Bahamas, gave him the doll, and then that kind of led to almost like a kind of even a history of like voodoo activity yeah. within the doll. Um, but I believe that's more or less been debunked. You know, honestly, I feel like both stories have something compelling about them because obviously there's there's the voodoo train in in that yes. story. But if we think about this, the one that on the surface seems like, I guess, a little bit less supernatural, which is his grandfather got him the toy. If If the toy was part of a display... Part of me feels like maybe they saw that display and for some reason Otto like was drawn to Robert. Yeah. And so that's how they got, because if it wasn't meant to be sold as a toy, yeah. then like, how did that happen? I kind and of have to imagine that it was, yeah, that was Robert he drawn saw to it. it. Yeah. And then obviously he came from a wealthy family. Did his grandpa just go so, in and like, say, I'll, I'll give buy you that. this and yeah. give me that thing in the window. But yeah, I feel like. There's something about it from the get-go that attracted yeah. him. But that's something the curator of the museum museum thought was interesting, is that, like, oh, he was designed to be a clown and a gesture. No wonder people are drawn to him. No wonder children <laughs> what? I are disagree. drawn to him. And I was like, Corey, no. Yeah, I, I completely disagree. I am not drawn to clowns or jesters. Yep. Um, they are terrifying. I don't know why people still keep to try pushing those images on children. Stop pushing clowns. Stop, stop pushing clowns on children. We're not here for they're it. They're bad. They're serial killers. They're just, they're just scary. It's, yeah. But she, she didn't, I mean, it kind of, I think it does seem accurate as into why it's almost like he's a spectacle because that's essentially what clowns were designed for, right? Like yeah. they're supposed to draw people in, entice them, and like these are not these are not positive things. Uh, let me reiterate, but they are things that would draw somebody in. And so I also think it speaks to why he looks so creepy now is because he was supposed to be painted. Yeah, I bet initially he was probably had pretty ornate paint on him to make him look a little less freaking terrifying. Because he does look pretty scary. It's way, but now. that's the thing. Like looking at pictures close up, I cannot tell what material he's made of. I, I would have said either. he was carved from wood, but everything says that he's stuffed. He's stuffed with like a straw or a wool, a wood wool. Yeah. Um, it's it's almost like he he kind of looks almost marionette. Yeah, like, it's, it almost looks like cork to me. Yeah. He looks like he's in because there's so many like little dips and cuts and and kind of holes in the surface of his face and hands. Yeah, um, which is also like why why don't we know what he's made of? Like, <laughs> I don't know why that's so upsetting, but it is. And so apparently, so we talked a little bit about like Otto's wife. Apparently, it is said that she didn't like, like the doll, the doll either. Um, no judgment. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. 
either. That's, <laughs> um, that's something you bring up on a first date, Robert. Right. And and so, like, if she didn't like the doll, why was it still there? Why was she married to him? There's so many questions. I just yeah. have so many I mean, questions. I do wonder. They say, like, yeah, he had an unhealthy attachment to the doll. But I wonder how extensive. Because it almost seems, it actually seems like the perfect scary scary movie like as a kid he's attached to it they interact a lot he blames stuff on the doll they kind of go grow up together in a way and he has still a connection to the doll but he's not engaged with it every day and it's almost like it becomes a family member in his home and he just the doll is just there and it exists so it's like robert otto otto might not have engaged with robert on a daily basis because robert was alive in an active participant in his home and life like that's what it seems like yeah that makes me feel really creeped out Uh, yeah i'm not again i'm not justifying it i'm just saying i get it like i could see how it would yeah no i i also yeah i also see it and i think i think it just speaks to some really disturbing mental health problems and and uh yeah I just have so many thoughts that I can't put into words. Yeah. Well, I think it also, it's interesting because now we're two two episodes in a row that we've kind of done something that we haven't really done before. Yeah. an object being haunted because we we acknowledged, we talked about the the museum staff noticed a, a, like, there was a noticeable energy energy shift when Robert arrived. It didn't seem like that the the museum itself was haunted before his arrival. But the doll itself. Yeah. And as far as the museum itself, we, in our research, it was, um, the the fort was built as um, a a union fort during the Civil War, but it never actually saw combat and was actually never finished. So as far as, like, the history of the fort itself, seeing death or combat, there's none of that. Um, So that's not a contributing factor, at least in what we've found in our research, which... I think would have been interesting. Like, ooh, Civil War ghosts on yeah. top of it. Like, ooh. <laughs> but no, it's just it's Robert. It's just Robert. So this is kind of the first time that we've isolated a haunted artifact. Yeah. Uh, which, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I guess well, we should share yeah, our, do you, our... Let's give our verdict. Honestly, honestly not haunted. haunted. No! Oh my god! Two in a row! <laughs> two in a row! Two in a row! I really <gasps> thought you were going to say haunted. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, um, you go first. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So, I think Robert is legitimately haunted. And I don't think it's because of anything sinister. It's not like he had, you know, he witnessed a murder of a young boy. And yeah. he took, you know, it's not, it's not because he, I think, was instilled with a, a, a ghost or a spirit or a demon or anything like that. I think the young, like, the, the human Robert, Otto, basically brought him him to life like there was something in his connection to robert that kind of i don't know like unleashed something in the in the doll and there was obviously there was a connection to him initially like that that happened there was something drawn to him you know from getting him as a gift as a child but then continuing and giving him like kind of like life through sir i mean like he said like robert did it robert did it robert did it eventually robert believed that Robert the doll was alive and was doing things on his own accord. And eventually it kind of gave life to Robert doing other things in life. And the fact that like people knew about Robert through legend and wanted to see him before he was even on display. Yeah. Thinks, I think that there's some otherworldly connection that brings people to 
Robert. And I think that that cannot be explained. Therefore, it's paranormal. Therefore, I'm dubbing it haunted. Okay. Okay. So I can totally see that. Um, Okay. So the reason that I said not haunted is because I cannot get over the idea that I, I think this doll is a representation of some like real deep seated emotional problems <laughs> that Otto mm-hmm. has had since he was a child and mm-hmm. that um were probably ignored or like kind of like let to happen because he was of privilege and of wealth and his parents probably didn't deal with him as much as because because they were wealthy and so they had caretakers and they would just get a new one if things happened and, a little less hands and on. yeah and so i think it's it's representative of a lot of emotional distress and turmoil and disturbance of Otto's life and I think that 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 continued into his adulthood and that because he was an artist he got this like label of eccentric Mm -hmm. that allowed him to be that way that created this legend and lore and that he fed into it and that it still is really kind of an embodiment of issues. Like, I I kind of feel like if his wife didn't like it, it was probably because she was like, hey, my husband has a bunch of emotional disturbances that he's not dealing with. (laughs) He's quirky. I like that. And that's causing problems. (laughs) Um, And I feel like the energy shift in that museum probably happened because people are now coming specifically for Robert. So people are coming for a very different reason and they bring their own energies with that um the fact that like nothing too sinister or like specifically can be tied to robert in the museum like he's in that case so like if if he was found in like different parts of the museum or something like, i don't know like i feel like if he was so mischievous and all these things happened like why is that not happening in the museum um i i the only thing that I guess I can't totally explain is, like, the Myrtle years, but I feel like, like you said, if it was really that bad for 20 years, she wouldn't have lived with the doll for that long, mm-hmm. and so I think it was also just kind of like, oh, this is a weird, creepy doll, and maybe sometimes, out of the corner of my eye, I see something weird, and I can't always explain it, but, like, yeah. that's life, and us as humans, and, like, and it has this legend of this, like, crazy artist who lived here before, so mm-hmm. I'm going to give it to them with this story, and that kind of reignites that. Yeah. And so, I I can't separate the emotional disturbance that I see <laughs> with with this, and that's why I landed on that. I am open to changing my mind if I go and see Robert and like see what it's like in feel, person, you know. But I and and don't get me wrong, I think dolls are scary. I think they can be haunted. I think I don't. I I'm not against potential objects having hauntings. I just, for for myself, I guess I'm just, I can't get past the, like, emotional and mental health that was not looked at, treated, or talked about in that story with Robert. And I would would completely agree, I think, with your synopsis. And I would also, too, want to go visit in person and see what, if it is just the legend hyping up something, and so you feel it going into it because you know the history, and it kind of, does it live up to your expectations, or is it just kind of like, oh, well, it's just a doll and a plexiglass box and that's yeah. all it is. And it's wearing the outfit, a weird guy right. wore as a child and sure. But I, 
I have to believe, especially because of reading the article in the interview with the curator of the museum and how she talks about it, it's he's he's personified and it's like he's a he's alive and whether or not like i think it's it's odd because we think like objects especially like annabelle demonic activity like certified like reputable (laughs) certified freak certified (laughs) like demonic activity like we can associate that with the source but for for robert it doesn't seem like there's like poltergeist or right. a ghost or any kind of entity that has like possessed the object so i can i can like relinquish that but i think that there's for me why i said haunted i think that there's something paranormal that has given life to this object and i can't explain yeah, it no i and so, i get that i guess i just right now think that humans gave him that yeah but so but i agree with you yeah i, I don't know <laughs> no okay okay yeah I, I, wow but this is a, this is uncharted territory for us. This is again two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row of disagreeing after twenty nine episodes of agreeing every single time. <laughs> two in a row. I, are we on a new streak? I this this is we'll a new see. chapter. We shall see. It's this cold weather. I'm it's telling you, it's making us disagreeable. It's rattled. It is funny because like Aaron grew up in Buffalo, New York, and I grew up in Denver, Colorado, and we have become desensitized to the snow. After living in Texas, we're like, "What is this? Help! Call Help. the national guard! What is this white stuff all falling from the sky? I, I don't know why we sound like that now, but we do. We're going back to our Savannah episode. <laughs> Savannah. You should have seen me. I walked over to Aaron's house, like, in my husband's Carhartt jacket, a hat, gloves, and a scarf wrapped around my face. I actually wanted to put on my, like, COVID mask because it keeps me well, warm. Well, yeah. That's, I mean, that has been one positive to it's, winters in a pandemic. It is doubly <laughs> My nose effective. is always cold, and now it's not. Problem solved. Solved. So, anyway. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much again for listening to another episode. Please uh, check out our post about this episode on Instagram and Facebook. We'll have pictures of a beloved Robert uh, and in the museum as well as Robert Otto. Uh, check out our Twitter and website for more stuff from us as well as our Patreon. If you haven't checked out our extra content over there, be sure to give that a visit. And we'll be back in two weeks with more Honestly Haunted. Little round stuff. <laughs>